Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what day it is? It's Monday. You know what that means? It's lighting up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Stephen Miller. Happy Independence Day, everybody in Israel. And let's welcome my beautiful co-host, who hopefully is here this week, Miss Royal Mosinian. I'm here. Yay. Happy Independence Day. Happy Independence Day to Yay. all. Well, is there a song for that? We should um, make one. I don't know. Ask the producer. <laughs> we should make one. It's an excellent, yeah. beautiful day. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I gotta see. I, I'm not sure if I'll be able to see who's who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> You, you'll have to look up in the in the chat room, Roy. You're going to have to do it for me. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's see what we got here. I don't even know how to get to the chat room. What is happening? Great. All right, now I can. I'll figure it out. Well, anyway, I'm sure lots of people are listening because everyone wants to know how your Shabbat was, Stephen. That's always a big Monday morning question. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. I have one thing to say. I want to know why every woman in my life is absolutely crazy. Can you answer me that? My ex-wife is crazy. My mother is crazy. My my sister is crazy. And I'm sorry, Roya, you are nuts. And you're crazy too. I can't deny it. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna um um uh protest against your mother i don't i don't think your mother's crazy she's just funny <laughs> anyway i don't know Stephen. maybe it's you maybe it's you i cannot <laughs> get a break <laughs> more women problems Stephen. let me tell you something uh first of all i end a first of all first of all we got a great first of all we have a great show today hopefully we do have news stories if i can actually read them but uh <laughs> I I, th- I have to say though it's it, it you know <laughs> what you say that I'm a nice guy you know what my problem is you know what my problem is Roya what is your problem I am a I'm a I'm a romantic at heart what what did they you say are. a hopeless romantic that's what I am not yeah. only does my 20 year marriage end in a horrible way but then okay fine. so then I meet another woman okay and 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 she breaks up with me over email <laughs> email <laughs> at least it wasn't a text <laughs> well that's just as good as a text i'm like a double loser <laughs> oh well you know what steven i have faith that um this is all going to come back around and you're going to be just fine do you know who Stuart Smalley is on Saturday see. Night Live? <laughs> oh, Steven. Do you know you're like cracking up. Me? Can you hear me? I hear you. Do you know who Stuart Smalley is? No. He does the affirmations. He looks in the mirror and he says, oh! you know what? I'm I'm yes. good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. Well, no yes. one <laughs> I like you, and your mom likes you. Great. And the listeners like you, hopefully. (laughs) Oh, look, I can see who's listening now. So let's welcome, of course, as usual, the United States of China, South Africa, Canada, Algeria, Israel, New Zealand, Germany, and the country of Europe again. (laughs) 
Oh, the country of Europe. That's an interesting one. And guess who else is listening? <laughs> who? Ghana. <laughs> oh, Ghana's always listening. That's right. Uh, the people over at Hut 68 are big fans of ours. <laughs> they like to laugh on Monday mornings. That's God right. That's right. Excellent. Uh, anyway, so I do want to say, though, um, before we uh, we do have a lot of great stories um, and a lot of crazy things, of course, is is going on in the news. But I, I can I, I I didn't tell you this, Roy, because this was brought to my attention early this morning before mm-hmm. complete chaos broke out. But um, I had a, 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 a viewer, a, a, a viewer, a listener wrote in a, a beautiful Beautiful letter to me, and I wanted to read it to you over the air. I'm not going to oh. mention her name. I'm not going to mention her name. Hopefully, it is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's hear it. But yeah, it was. It really made me feel good. So here, I want. I want to read this. Uh, this fan mail to you, okay? And, and, okay. and let, me, let me know what you think. All right. All it right. says. It says, "Dear Steve Miller, I am very sorry that you are going through a divorce." I can tell you are very hurt by it. Do not fret. Everything is going to be all right. Maybe you ought to rush to your rabbi ASAP and get him to convert me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It says we, it's, she says, well, I hope it's a she. It could be a a love note. It could be a man. It could be a man. And that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It says, um, it says we could marry and I could make you happy all day long. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Stephen, this is quite a proposal. Yeah, and it goes on. Listen to this. So it says, and you can make me laugh all day long. After all, I have been a goy all my life, and this is a very sad thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a riot. People are so she's funny. Putting, she's, she's putting herself down because she's uh, she's not Jewish. Don't put yourself down. It's okay. So... <laughs> And then she goes like this, Roya, listen to this. She says, every evening you can give me a Devar Torah, and if I'm allowed, I can give you a Devar Torah. Aww. We're giving each other Devars, babe. <laughs> this is very intimate. Listen, it continues. She says, it will be a happy life. And then she says, uh, one thing, <laughs> I might be too old for you. Oi. I was just going to say, I wonder if she's really old. <laughs> That's all right. I, I, I will date. I will date up to 75. <laughs> okay. All right. That leaves a lot of leeway. <laughs> and then she says, hang in there. Truly, everything will be all right. Blessings to you. Oh, isn't that nice? That's so sweet. <laughs> That brought a tear to my eye. Is that not the great? This makes me feel so good. Where are the women in the world like this? You know, all you women, you tell me you want a sense of humor. I'm a comedian. You tell me you want a guy who loves Torah. I love Torah. And then you for yes. email. There you go. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, I love that. I was going to say, I, I feel like that's like um, maybe an older woman because it's very kind and sensitive and like something that somebody, um, you know, almost like a grandma would write, you know, like. Oh, great. So I'm going to start dating grandma. <laughs> I don't know that she's a grandma or he's a grandma, but a grandfather. But um, it just sounds something like something kind that somebody, you know, a little bit older would write. So well, nice. Whether- whether you're a man or a woman, no, it's definitely a woman. I want to thank you for sending that email. You made my morning. It was absolutely beautiful. I, you know, there's such a beautiful people. There that, are. 
to the show, and I want to thank you all for, for you know. But see, can 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 I find a woman? All I want to do is be, all I want to do is just I want to you know I want to I'm just a romantic at heart. You know, is that so bad? Yes. <laughs> that is bad. No, you will find someone. It's you're just at the beginning of the journey of of you know getting back out there and and meeting new people and um. You're not the first person you meet isn't going to be like the one. So you got lots of time. Yeah, but I hate dating. I don't want to do any of that stuff. <laughs> I know. I do, too. That's why I don't bother. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to be single for the rest of my life like you. I want to get married. <laughs> I love being single. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to be married. No marriage you. for me. But that's different. Everyone's different, right? Everyone. Has but wasn't that a beautiful, nice, nice. So nice. I love that. Thank you. Nice people in the world. I'm so, so verklempt. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's so nice. Well, do you have any romantic news stories, funny news stories for us? Uh, maybe later on. But before we get out of our first segment, you asked me how my uh, Shabbat was. And yes. I have to tell you, there was a lot of Shabbos drama. <laughs> mm, really? I didn't know there was allowed to be drama during Shabbos. Uh, there isn't, but here's apparently what happened. So now, for everyone who doesn't know, during Shabbat, we are the, we are commanded. You have to eat three meals a three meals over Shabbat. It's a mitzvah. So you have your Friday night meal, and then Saturday uh, after uh, you have the kiddush meal. Okay, and right. then before Shabbat ends, you have another meal. So it's three meals you have to have. Wow. And apparently, during That's the third meal, when uh, there wasn't enough challah bread for everybody. <laughs> and, oh no. Uh, it was huge drama. Apparently, during the Kiddush lunch, there were some Jews who stole challah bread to eat with their Kiddush lunch. So then we all got what? reprimanded and yelled at, basically saying, "Whoever stole the kid, the bread, you've got we 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 time it, not time it out. We we count out the challah so that there's enough bread during all the meals. And now we are short of bread, and now everyone can't have bread. So if you're gonna Use challah bread for kiddush lunch when we're here in the shul. You must bring it from home. Do not steal from the kitchen. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is so funny. There was a challah bread scandal. That's wow. right. That's right. <laughs> so did they find out who did it? Did they arrest no, the culprit? No, of course. Uh, of course, no one's admitting anything. But the world would be a better place if our <laughs> only problems were just lack of bread for the third meal of Shabbos. Boy, <laughs> if the world could only have those problems. this That would be a funny late enough story if like a fist fight broke out and the police had to come and it was in the right. news. <laughs> that That's would so. be the kind of story we would report on. That's right. So... Uh, <laughs> I would just like to say that I did not steal any bread. <laughs> <laughs> it, it definitely wasn't you. And if it was, I feel like you would have admitted it, Stephen. Yeah. No, but of course they all look at me like, oh, yeah, it's the Balchuva. He stole it. He's a pig. Yeah, it's so him. It, he stole it. It. <laughs> it. it was quite the drama. Quite the drama. Boy. So what do you do yeah. when there's not enough? Does somebody just not get some or they have to split it in half? No, we, we ate leftover matzo. <laughs> oh, that's even worse, Stephen. Oh, we'll be back after these messages. All Hang right.
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and we're here with my beautiful co-host, Miss Roya Mosinian. Welcome back, Roya. Yay! Hi. <laughs> Happy Hi. to be here. Finally, you're not on the show and you don't have emergencies. I know. Oh, my life is like full of so many random emergency type things, but it's okay. I'm back. Everything's good. I put moisturizer on my dad, lotion on my dad already this morning, so everything is good. Good. And uh, but at least you're not getting dumped over email. <laughs> that is true. I don't think that's ever happened to me, but you know, am I a loser because of that? What are you a loser? Yes. No. 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 You didn't really get dumped. I read the email. It wasn't like a huge dump. It was like more of a, you know, a break. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Roy, would you like to start off with a story? Sure. Because you weren't here last week, so why don't you start off with something? Okay. I love that. Put me in the the hot seat. Okay. So I do have some stories. And um, so, so, you know, Stephen and I... For the listeners, if they don't know, Stephen and I live in the same, um, you know, the same area. We're like two minutes down the street from each other. So, Stephen, I'm curious. Do you, when you're driving around, have problems with potholes? Like, do you notice a ton of potholes that aren't getting filled? Well, I, I, I do. Yes. Yeah. Especially on 309. There's this one road that I drive on every day, several times a day. And literally in the merge lane, there's there's a series of giant potholes. So you have this short time to merge. And if you don't get over, you're on the shoulder. But there's this series of potholes in the merge. So you have to, like, dodge. It's like playing Frogger, like an old video game. You have to play Frogger to get over. And literally one day I saw a guy broke his whole axle on the um, on in these wow. potholes. Yeah. He was, like, on the side of the road, like, broke his axle underneath his car. So I'm very, I'm very uh, um, upset with the amount of potholes. So this story in particular struck me as funny. Um, so Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger. The funny part because I'm not sure where you're going with potholes. <laughs> potholes are funny. <laughs> well, so Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, everyone knows um, he yeah. um, Terminator. Uh, don't you have a voice for that, Stephen? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> There are too many potholes in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I guess he thought there were too many potholes out in California. So I found this story. Schwarzenegger accidentally repairs a utility trench, not a pothole. So I guess he takes it on himself to go out and repair potholes to be this, like, you know, good citizen, good politician. And he accidentally fills. So he goes out onto the streets of Los Angeles and he actually fills a utility trench that was dug for utility work. Instead of a pothole. I mean, what a so, moron is this guy? <laughs> so what happened then when he filled that hole? So so he covered the trench. So the, the trench was dug to repair, um, you know, some city works, public works, gas company, uh, gas pipes underneath. So so he uh, so he filled it. And then, you know, he made like a whole video about it. He was like, oh, you know, I'm such a good politician, such a good Samaritan. And then the gas works company came out. And, um, you know, they were very upset that he um, he covered what was actually like a, um, you know, a utility trench to fix the pipes beneath it. <laughs> oh, 
my God. Look at me. Look at me, everybody. Not only can I pump iron, but I can fill holes and, fi- and, 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 and fix the streets of Los Angeles. Come on. <laughs> I'm tired of all these potholes. Get down. Look out. <laughs> Oops, exactly. I, I did something wrong. I don't know. Arnold. What a moron. Yeah, so he made a statement like, um, you know, that this pothole was like screwing up the neighborhood and everyone, it was a giant pothole and everyone was, was, you know, hitting their tires on it and then but come to find out it wasn't a pothole at all. It was a, it was a trench that was dug. So then the, the gas company came out and, um, you know, realized he did this. So it delayed, it delayed the whole upgrading of this, of this uh, gas, this gas line because they had to redig it. It was a uh, whole thing. Yeah. Savior of my neighborhood, I, I fix all the potholes. It's a disgrace in America. I blame I blame Trump for all the potholes. Exactly, they were probably blaming Trump as he was uh, filling a, a a trench that was supposed to be there. Anyway, that's my funny story. Okay. Oh my, I, hope, I hope one person finds that as funny as I do. <laughs> it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, fixing potholes, but then, but then really filling up a, a utility hole that is needed to. Uh, that I guess that is funny. Hi, yeah, right? Like so, so stupid. Anyway, okay. How about you? What What do you got? <laughs> I got a lot of problems. Is what I got. You got a lot of problems. Well, join the club. Uh, oh, I have. A, I, here, <laughs> I do. I do have actually something for you. Okay. Because I have another okay. pothole story, if you want to hear it. I don't want to hear no more pothole stories. If, if this is the quality of, 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 of work that you're doing. You're, you're finding stories on potholes. Come on, Royer. <laughs> well, this is a short one. This, no, I don't want to hear it now. No, this, no I'm done with potholes. No, you have to hear it. Now I'm obsessed. This, this man in Virginia, he um, planted trees and potholes to spur action from his, uh, from his elected leaders. He went out and started planting trees. In the potholes. Yeah, but aren't potholes in the middle of the road? How are cars going to yeah. drive? Well, I guess this is like in his, like, not like the highway. This is like, well, that's the point because then you can't drive. That's the point. So it, it draws attention so that the city will come and, and fix the problem. Ah, so he actually did something smart and yes. Arnold did something dumb. <laughs> yes, he successfully pressured local officials to fill in large potholes after more than a year of planting trees in these potholes. Wow. Right? You know, I think that's, I think that's right. And Arnold should have done that. He should have let me take this maple tree and put it in the middle of, of, of this highway. We'll stop traffic so we see the potholes. Ah! <laughs> right? I'm very disturbed that we have spent now more than almost half the show on talking about potholes. <laughs> potholes and holla, stolen holla bread. That's right. The, the stolen holla drama is better than potholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my news. <laughs> oh, that's your news? Great. So now the rest of the show is up to me, I guess. No, I have one more for later. <laughs> Hopefully okay. you find it funny. <laughs> it's very uh, hard on me. <laughs> okay, so I found a new show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a great show. It's from the makers of uh, uh, Stitzel. Stitzel? Do you ever see that show? No. No. Is that mm. on Netflix also? Yes, it's about an Orthodox Jewish family in Israel. It's a great. It's 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 made in Israel. It was a huge oh. success.
success. You, you didn't even hear about it? No, I. You know, I haven't been on Netflix in a while. I gotta. I'll go. I'll go. I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, this is yeah, right. The show. <laughs> And I actually, the show is called, it says The Godfather Meets Stizzle. That's how they're they're playing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, the show is called Rough Diamonds. It's an, and uh, it's, uh, it, it tells the story of like a Hasidic family in Belgium. And um, uh, they get involved in some uh, shady stuff. And there's like a mob, mob in the, whatever. It, it, it's, so I watched it, but I was just, I thought it was actually funny. The show is in Yiddish. <laughs> Oh, are there subtitles? Yes, Yiddish okay. and Flemish. I don't know what Flemish is, but it sounds like someone's like coughing up a loogie. <laughs> like phlegm? Yeah, like Flemish. I don't know what the language of Flemish is. Maybe our producer can tell me. It's um, Flemish. Yeah, it's no. like... <laughs> it's Belgian. Oh, thank you. Oh. It's Belgian. Oh, okay. So, um, but I just love the idea that they compare it and talk about it. It's like Godfather meets Stizzle. Um, right. It's just like, you know, I, I it's, you know, the, cause the mob is dealing with this Hasidic family and it's just like, oh, I've, I've got an offer here. <laughs> this is the Godfather. <laughs> My impression of the Godfather. Uh, well, it, so, it sounds interesting. I'll have to watch that. What's the name I'm of it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Oi, you're going to make me an offer I can't refuse? Oi, I love a good deal. You know us Jews. What's the offer, <laughs> <Mr>. Godfather? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to watch it. Now Listen, you, Mr. You... Godfather, don't put a horse head in my bed. Make sure it's kosher, though. <laughs> right, that's right, a kosher horse head. <laughs> yeah, well, horses aren't kosher, but maybe you can cut off like a lamb. <laughs> Stick a lamb. If you want to threaten me, put cut off a lamb's head and put it in my bed. Then I'll get the message. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's funny. I can't deal with all these jewels. <laughs> you should do the um, promo for the show. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, when you go see a movie, the, the the voiceover is always the same. You know, it's always like, in a world. <laughs> you ever <laughs> notice that? Yes, there's like one guy who does like the voiceover it, for just about everything. That's right. It's one guy. And it always starts off the same. It always starts off as in a world where Jews are cutting up diamonds. There's only one person who stands in their way. And that's <laughs> the Godfather. Ah, the Jews, I can't stand the Jews. I'm taking over the diamond business. No, you're not. The Jews are in the diamond business. No, no, it's us. It's us. It's the Italians. I'm the, I'm the Godfather. You respect me. <laughs> Gosh, Stephen. Uh, good impression as i go along <laughs> yeah good job <laughs> now um, everyone's gonna watch that well i watched the first episode last night with oh. my mother <laughs> of course with your mother who else would you watch with and it and it was great it was really good oh all right well um so i, I, I suggest i suggest everybody watch that show okay i need a good recommendation for a new show yes it's called rough diamonds Rough Diamonds. All right. It's on my list. Rough yeah. Diamonds. Starring Stephen Miller as the Godfather. Okay. Are we out of time? Right. 15 seconds left. 15 seconds. What are you going to talk about?
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. This is our third segment. Roya, how are you? I'm good. I feel like we basically talked about nothing today. Yeah, it's like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> it is. And I have uh, to tell you, it's your fault. It's my fault. It's always my fault. I'll take the blame. It's fine. <laughs> okay, I have a great story for you. Good. Let's do it. Uh, this is actually kind of funny. Um, it says here, uh, a Vienna nudist, uh, you know, like a nude beach. You know what nude beaches are? Yes. Uh-huh. I, I was at one once in... Um, um, the Keys, Key West, Florida. Okay, stop right there. Keep it clean. <laughs> well, I didn't get nude, but I was at one. So, yes, I know okay. what they are. So, apparently, there's a nude beach in Vienna, and it says uh, Vienna nudists oppose plans for a cable car over their beach. Oh, so, I saw this. So, basically, oh, you did? So, basically, there's a nudist beach in Austria. Uh huh. There's like, a, I guess, a tour company or the city, whatever. They want to put a cable car to give people a tour that, you know, because it's like apparently a beautiful view, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Austria, Austria are up in arms about plans for a cable car that would pass over a popular beach on the northern edge of Vienna. Uh, I bet they do want to pass optional. over that beach. Yeah, I bet they do want to pass over that beach. So it's says here. <laughs> Um, the country's Austria press agency on Friday quoted a nudist uh-huh. she was, who was who was who was protesting. Her name is Barbara. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. No, <laughs> um, her name is Barbara. And uh, she's saying that she fears for her privacy if cable car users with cell phone cameras are allowed to swoop across the area. She <laughs> says, and I quote, I don't want to end up on the Internet. <laughs> well, then don't go naked. <laughs> That's right. But guess how old she is? A hundred. Close. She's 72 <laughs> years old. Oh, boy. So who cares? You know what? It's Show it. Don't worry I'm about a- it. Barbara, no one is taking a cell phone of you naked. <laughs> Barbara, you're lucky if anyone's looking at you, let alone taking a picture. Exactly. Oh, Barbara. <laughs> They would, you know how like sometimes when you not blur out stuff, you 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 uh, pixelate it. Right, right. She, she's gonna be a uh, pixelated. <laughs> right, people are gonna be traumatized if they see her. Yeah, exactly, Barbara. No one wants to see a seventy-year-old, a seventy-two-year-old woman nude. Okay, Barbara. No one's gonna take uh, pictures of you. In fact, they're gonna shut their eyes and they're gonna be like, "Oh no, no, horror!" <laughs> Trust us, Barbara. They're going to be averting their eyes. Don't worry. Exactly. <laughs> well, are they allowed? Listen, somebody could take a picture on the beach. Like, so that doesn't make sense. People have cell phones well, on the beach. I always, I always kind of figured if you're if you're at a nude beach, I mean, obviously you, you don't care if people are looking at you. You're very inhibited, right? Is that the right word? Unin- Inhib- unin- uninhibited. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, you're I'm a You're uninhibited. Yeah. So who cares? Who looks? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What are you hiding? Well, I just thought it was a fun story because she's 72 years old and she's protesting. No one wants you, Barbara. (laughs) Well, it'll be interesting. We'll have to do a follow up to the story and um, we'll have to let the listeners know if that uh, cable car actually does get built or not. So we'll 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 keep following that story. Hey, you know who 
You know who should build that cable car? Who, Donald Trump? No, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yes. <laughs> Perfect. She's 72 years old and she's new. Look away. Do not look at her. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. oh, Stephen. So I have, I have real quickly. So you said you have to get out of here, right? Because you got to go. I got well, to moisturize my dad for the second time today. Well, he can wait, okay? Okay. Very good morning. Okay, I've had a rough week. Okay. Oh, no. I got accused of stealing challah bread, and I got dumped <laughs> for email. Life is looking very uh, suspect for Stephen. That's right. <laughs> oh, Stephen. All right. Well, Here's are you. I'm gonna. We're gonna talk. We have. I have a music story. Okay. Oh, good. I like this. Okay. So, are you a big Bob Dylan fan? I actually like Bob Dylan. I do. Beautiful lyricist, and his voice is interesting to me. My son has been listening to Bob Dylan in the car recently, so it's funny you asked that. Okay. Well, there's this song uh, mm -hmm. that Bob recorded, and apparently it's uh, it's called the – well, people are saying it's unbelievable lyrics. It's Bob Dylan's Zionist anthem. Oh. And is this a new song? No, no, no. It's not a new song, but I guess oh. – I don't know. The, 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 the lyrics are very – that he wrote it about Israel, but he's not outwardly talking about Israel. Okay. So the, 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 the author of the article just says, I was never familiar with this song, but I was told to listen to it and follow the lyrics closely. And he goes, I was stunned. What a song of truth about the Jewish state of Israel and the Jewish people. Wow. <laughs> this is what the author sang. Oh, wow. Okay. It's from it's from his 1983 record called Infidels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to this. OK, he wrote to the first Lebanon war. And mm -hmm. uh, anyway, it, it, it has a uh, it has the lyrics here and um, it's about a bully. So it says the song, a hard driving rock number, never, never explicitly mentions Israel. Yet it is widely interpreted as a Zionist anthem in the form of a biting satire, lambasting those who fault the Jewish state. Okay. So I'm going to sing it. I'm gonna sing it in 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 in, in Bob Dylan's voice. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. Because I'm not a fan of Bob Dylan. And I think I like he's horrible. I think he has an absolute atrocious voice, and he should never have been a singer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I looked for last week's show, um, which I wasn't on. I uh, I looked, um, and I found an article of like the twenty-five most overrated um, singers, and Bob Dylan was like close to the top. Oh, so I guess uh, he's, he's very yeah. close. Okay. And that's just my opinion. Okay, yeah. so here's the song. I'm going to sing you some of the lyrics, but it's going to be as Bob Dylan. Okay. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> yes. Well, the neighborhood bully, he's just one man. His <laughs> enemies say he's on their land. They got him outnumbered. <laughs> Boy, seeing like Bob Dylan is making my voice scratch. I <laughs> hear. You're like coughing up a lung. Here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Song. His enemies say he's on their land. They got him outnumbered about a million to one. He got no place to escape, no place to run. He's the neighborhood bully. <laughs> he just lives to survive. He criticized and condemned for being alive. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lose like, your voice. 
This is killing my voice. I'm finishing up the song. Ready, Roya? Okay. He's supposed to lay down and die when his door is kicked in. He's the neighborhood bully. <laughs> <laughs> your song, your, your voice is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, this is Bob Dylan. I'm singing about the neighborhood bully. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good, Stephen. You sound anyway, just like him. The song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did it justice. You, you did a good job. You sounded just like him. <laughs> Thank you. Like a rolling stone. William Mocinian, you're the neighborhood bully. <laughs> if you ever go out to Vegas, you can get a job impersonating a, a Bob Dylan song. <laughs> Oh, Stephen, you cracked me up. <laughs> you. All right. you know what? It's funny that you say I crack you up because every woman I meet says their number one priority is a guy that has a sense of humor. Hello, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> but yet I'm alone. He's waiting for you. <laughs> and any woman a man to make you laugh and is a hopeless romantic, email the show. I will marry you on the spot. I don't care if you're 78 years old. No questions asked. <laughs> no questions asked. I just... The uh, first person to email in wins, Stephen. <laughs> the first person to email gets to marry me. Oh, my God. Get me out of my mother's house. Help. <laughs> yeah, the only qual uh, qualification is you have to have a house that Stephen can move into. <laughs> you know what's fun? I got to tell you something real quick about my mother that I've noticed this week. You know, sometimes my mother was sleeping late. Yeah. If she's not up by 8.30, I get very nervous. And I, know. I like walk into her room and she's like out. And I, and I swear to God, every morning, I'm not sure if she's still alive or not. <laughs> I do the same thing with my dad. I have, to, like, I have to, I put my head on her chest. And if I see it raise up, I go, oh, okay, now I can go to work. <laughs> Still alive. Oh, Stephen, the life that we live. <laughs> That's why I need a wife. Get me out of here. <laughs> You're like, okay, now I can go to work. Oh, thank goodness. It's like when you first have a baby and you just stand over the crib making sure they're breathing. Oh your God. life has come full circle. and You're now doing that with your mother. <laughs> That's right. That's, I did that with my daughter when she was a little infant. Yeah. We, my, yes. wife and, we always, my wife would always say, go see if she's still alive. I'm like, will you calm down before she's alive? <laughs> Oh, I used to worry about that too. I'd just stare at William, especially if he would sleep in. I'd go in quietly because I didn't want to wake him, but yet I wanted to see if he was okay. So I'd tiptoe in and, you know, wait to see the right. chest go up and down. Right. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going to finish up with the last story. Usually I'd like to give it to Var Torah, but I don't want to give it to Var Torah today because of the certain circumstances that I'm in right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I cannot discuss because our producer said, "Don't say anything." <laughs> All right, so you'll uh, you'll save it I'll for next week. Mark for next week, and you're going to have to help me out here before the next okay. show, Roy. Okay, right. so I'm going to give you a choice. These are two articles that we can close with. Now, one, it, these are like the Cosmo articles that you love. Oh, I love these. Yeah. Okay, so here's one. You can either. I'm going to give you a choice. You choose the which one. Okay. Okay. First, the first one is is called 
10 things women who value emotional connection do differently in relationships. Okay. Do you understand? 10 things yep. women who value emotional connection, what they do differently in relationships. There's that one, and okay. then there's this one. Um, if someone displays these 12 traits, they are they're really a lovely person. <laughs> oh, I want that one. Oh, you want yeah. that one? Yes. I want to know about that. The 12 traits okay. of a lovely person. Let's see if you're lovely. Yeah, that's why I want to know. That's why I want you to read it. <laughs> it says here, being lovely is more than just being nice. It's more than being nice, Roya. Yes, of course. You have it's to also put about nice being... actions into practice. That's right. It's also about being kind, joyful, and adorable. Are you adorable? I don't know. Am I? I think you are. Oh, <laughs> I'm flushing. So if you want to wonder if, if you or someone you know is really a lovely person, check out these traits. Here they go. They're in no particular order, okay? All right. They always have something good to say. Okay, yep. Whether they're eating fancy food or not, lovely people always have something good to say. Do you always have good stuff to say, Roya? Yeah, because you know me. I'm not very – I'm not – picky like that i go with the flow i can like go camping and i can stay in the four seasons like i i'm good that's exactly what they mentioned that they mentioned going from uh camping into a five-star hotel look at you oh, so for far real? for what wow. you, you may be a lovely person i'm i must be because i've already uh um i'm, I'm already talking about the points that the that the article is saying so yeah okay. Okay. i'm gonna run i'm gonna run through a couple of these we're not gonna finish all of them um there are uh we're gonna go to the last minute or so uh okay. their mere presence can light up a room <laughs> <laughs> never make you feel like you're a burden oh roya you know me i'm not a burden <laughs> <laughs> i don't make you feel like a burden though you don't Even make you me are. Feel, but i am a burden <laughs> but um, i don't make you feel like one so i'm lovely okay that's right uh they're good team players are you a good team player uh yeah Okay, we're running through this real quickly. They okay. love the world around them. They love the world around them. Okay. You are mindful of their words. Are you mindful of your words when you insult me? You really are. You care about the insult. You say, tell me. <laughs> I do. I care very deeply about the insult that I'm giving you. They're also mindful <laughs> of their actions. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm less inclined to do that, but okay. Okay, we got 30 seconds left. The last one I'm going to say is uh, they can regulate their emotions. hi <laughs> I don't know if anyone can do that. <laughs> I definitely can't because I'm all over the place. I am an emotional wreck right now. <laughs> we did it. We finished the show. did it. Yay, Steven. Challenge. Thank you, everybody, very much for listening. Please have an incredible week. Shavuot Tov and happy Independence Day, Israel. I love you. <laughs>